Love Talk Radio. All right, all right. This is Elder G. Bazaar coming to you from Warren, Ohio. This is the Watchman on the Wall, End Time Radio Ministry, giving honor to the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the one that was, the one is, and the one to come, the Almighty, the Everlasting Father. It's a pleasure to be with you today. Amen. Thanking the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for this wonderful opportunity to preach the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is the end time ministry. Amen. Speaking on things of eschatology, end time events that would strike the world exactly what the Bible said it would do. And the Bible is the most accurate book that ever was written because it was not written by just man himself. Man didn't write this Bible. It was God that inspired men to write the Holy Scriptures by the power of the Holy Ghost. In other words, the Holy Ghost is God. The Holy Ghost is God, I said. The Son of God is God. The Father is God. All three in one. One, not three. Three in one. God the Father. God the Son and God the Holy Ghost. And Jesus Christ was manifested in the flesh and he was Jesus Christ, God himself. Almighty, one Godhead, one Godhead, not two, not three, not four, one Godhead. God was manifested in the flesh, seen of angels, justified by the Spirit, received up into glory, and he's coming back again. He's coming back again to what? Get the church. Get the church. He go get his church. He said up on this rock in 16th chapter, the 18th verse of St. Matthew, up on this rock, I'm going to build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Jesus Christ said that in Caesarea Philippi 2,000 years ago. He said, I'm going to build my church. What are you going to build it out of? He's going to build it out of lost souls that need to know him in the pardon of sin. He's going to bring back man to the right relationship with his son, Jesus Christ. The only way that Christ could build the church. Woo! The only way Christ could build the church, not out of concrete, not out of wood, not out of no kind of materialistic thing. He built his church up on the birth, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ and his shed blood. That's the only way God could build his church, because when he died, he died to save. He died to save souls of men. Souls of men, S-O-U-L. It's the only thing, amen, Jesus Christ died for. He died for the sins of the world. He died for your sin, my sin, sins of every individual human being, up on the planet. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall never perish but have everlasting life. This is Elder Bazaar trying to tell you and all those that are listening, amen, the time is running out for the planet. The time is running out for the planet. Jesus Christ is soon to come. But right now, 
way in transition. Things are being prepared. Things are being prepared every day for the return of Jesus Christ. He cannot come back. Woo, look at here. He cannot come back to this earth and put his foot on the top of Mount of Olives because the only time he can do that is first there has to have, he has to come at the end of the tribulation period. The tribulation period is consisted of seven years of judgment upon the planet. This planet right now is headed for the judgment, is headed for the throne of God, is headed for recompense, is headed for everything that you've done in this body, whether it's good or evil, will have to stand before the Almighty. This is Elder Bazaar, and I'm telling you right now, I'm not no motivation speeches. I'm not going to give you no time to give me no offering. I'm not talking nothing out of the top of my head. I'm talking from the word of God. God's word will prevail. It will come to pass. Make no difference how long it comes for it to happen. It is happening because what the Bible said that will happen in the last days, everything is on time. And I'm here to tell you, we and everybody else must prepare their souls to meet Jesus Christ. I say everybody on this planet, if they plan to live with Christ, if they plan to be with Christ, if they plan to see Christ, if they plan to live with Christ forever, if you plan, are you planning? If you planning, I'll tell you the first plan you have to do. You got to repent. You got to repent of your sins, huh? And believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. You got to repent and turn from your wicked ways. Wicked ways. You're born in sin, shaped in iniquity. Did your mother conceive you? Everybody that's born, everybody, I mean, from the head to the toe. Woo! Everybody that's ever born of a natural birth of a woman through a man are born in sin and shaped in iniquity. I don't care how pretty you are. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care how much you go to church. I don't care how much you read the Bible. I don't care how much you can sing. I'm telling you, experience with Jesus Christ is the only way that you can enter into the kingdom of God. For Jesus Christ told Nicodemus, Nicodemus, ye must be born again. Nicodemus said, Lord, how can I be born again when I'm so old? Can I go back up into my mother's womb and be born again? Jesus said, very, very, I say to you, except you be born of the water and of the spirit, you cannot see the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God is not eating, drinking, and reveling. The kingdom of God is peace, love, joy, and the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is joy, peace, love, and the Holy Ghost. And sanctified, sanctified, cleansed from sin, justified by faith. And now you are capable of knowing who Jesus Christ is only through faith in Christ and his burial, his death, and his resurrection. What will it take to prove to the world that God, through his son Jesus Christ, is coming back to this earth? If he don't come back, then you, Jesus Christ told a lie. 
because he said in the 14th chapter of St. John, let not your heart be troubled. If you believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's house are many a mansion. If it was not so, I wouldn't have told you. He said, I'm going away. I'm going away to prepare a place for you. And if I go away, I will come again and receive you to myself. And uh, and Thomas said, Lord, how can we know the way? He said, Thomas, I am the way. Jesus said that. The Son of God said that. The Messiah said that. The God of the universe said that through his Son. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man, no woman, no boy, no girl, nobody can get to the Father except they come by Jesus Christ. He said, I am the door. I am the way of life. I am the creator. I am the maker. I am the redeemer. I am the bread of heaven. I am the water. I am everything according to the word of God that requires that every child, every boy and girl, amen, must come to acknowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And I know there's an age of accountability. There's an age of accountability. And the proper age, as some people say, is 20 years old, and some say it's is 13 years old. I, I don't know exactly, but there is a time when man will come to acknowledge that he is responsible for his own personal sins. We know that a baby is born, is born in innocence, but yet still is born in innocence, is born in sin, is shaped in iniquity, and there's a period of time when a child will grow up into an adolescent or a teenager and up into adults. Amen. There's accountable for your own personal sins because the sin of Adam ooh, was paid for on Calvary's cross. So the sin that Adam transferred from, from his seed down to this present day and age, all sin came from Adam and Eve. I'll say that again. Sin came through Adam and Eve. Eve was the seed. She called Adam to eat the fruit of knowledge of good and evil. And when Adam sinned, the whole creation went to debauchery. What caused it? Disobedience. And now the world, the world is such a mess right now. It's in a state of confusion. We got more homosexuals. We got more lesbianism. We got more adulterers and uh, 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 men who are uh, uh, in drug cartel. We got more pornos. We got everything seems like it's going haywire. The reason why, because when Adam and Eve disobeyed God and ate the fruit of knowledge of good and evil, the whole human race went to the junkyard. Woo, my God. Born and was headed to the junkyard at, at the time of birth. Now, I don't mean not a baby going to hell. Babies don't go to hell. Babies don't sin until they get to acknowledge to sin. But when that child or that boy and girl became come to knowledge of knowing what's sin, right and wrong, and know what it is to, uh, to, to tell them about the salvation of Jesus Christ, amen, they're going to be responsible for their sins. That's why the Bible tells, ooh, tells everybody, tells the people, tells the parents, tells the mom, tells the dad, Tell the uncle and that train up a child in the way that it should go. 
I say it again. Train up a child in the way that it should go. It should go the biblical way. It should go the Christian way. It should go the teachings of the Word of God. It should show uh, uh, what God requires uh, of an individual. It should be trained so when it gets old and gray, it will not depart from it. The world is in a bad shape. The reason why? Because who our homes are being broken up. We got babies being born with no fathers. They got fathers, but the fathers don't want to take the responsibility. But God, listen what God's doing. God is going to hold every man, every woman, every girl, everybody responsible for your own sins and your actions. And every individual is going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ and the great white throne. The judgment seat of Christ and the great white throne, they're going to be accountable every action that you have done on this planet. Nobody's getting away. A lot of people think they're getting by now, but there's a day coming. It's called the day of reckoning. It's called the day of judgment. It's called the day of recompense. It's called the day of warning and telling people to turn from their sins. And the only way that a man can be born again is through the birth, the death, the miracles, the suffering, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is not going to be, not trying to be, not figuring out how he can be. Jesus Christ is God Almighty. Jesus Christ, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. All three are one, co-equal, cannot separate them. They have different offices. They have different uh, 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 different uh, offices to do their job. God the Father, his only begotten Son, which was himself, became flesh, dwelt among men. We beheld the glory of the only begotten Son of the Father, which is in the bosom of the Father, and then when Jesus Christ came back from the dead, he told them to go back down in Jerusalem and wait for the promise of the Father. And he will send you, he will send you the Holy Ghost. What is the Holy Ghost? The Holy Ghost is God Almighty. The Holy Ghost is God in the Spirit. Christ Jesus is God in the flesh. God the Father is God in the Spirit because he is the Spirit. And those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. You must have faith in Jesus Christ. You must have faith in what he's done for you. He died for you. Why is man on earth? Why did God put man here? God put man here for man to serve him, God himself. God wanted amen. Somebody to serve him, worship him, honor him, love him, adore him. God wanted a family. God is going to live with a family of born-again believers forever. That was his plan. He's going to work up and, and, and working on now. He's working on a kingdom, the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God will begin at what? At the end of the seven-year tribulation. The millennium reign will be the beginning of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven 
Amen. It's what God is planning to do to redeem mankind and bring them back in the right relationship with Jesus Christ, God's Son. God Himself is going to do what? He's going to build His church upon this rock, upon this revelation, upon His blood, upon His suffering, upon His death, upon His resurrection. That's what. Salvation is built up on. And the first thing a man should be concerned about, I don't care who you are, what you are, where you're coming, or where you're going, he should be concerned about his soul because you got a soul that will never die. You got a soul that will never die. And if you die in your sin, you are going to spend new eternity in a place called hell. It's in the Bible. And if it's in the Bible, you better believe it. The word of God is true. The word of God is indestructible. You cannot destroy it. You can't drown it. You can't burn it. You can't throw it away. You can't deny it because it's going to be real. It's going to be real. It is real. It's real because God spoke it. But man today is not interested in his soul. No, he's not interested in his soul. If man was interested in his soul and his salvation and his relationship, with God Almighty, the world wouldn't be in the shape it is now. It wouldn't. Because people would come to Christ. People would get saved. People wouldn't be doing all this killing and all this raping and all this here, uh, 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 drugs, this whoremongering and sexologies and all this. God, amen, is a righteous God. And he does things right. And when he saved a person, Amen. He is made right and have the righteousness of God, and God cannot sin, neither does his Holy Spirit sin. And so when a person receives Jesus Christ in his life, his soul is saved by his blood, and his soul, his spirit becomes sinless. He's sinless. The soul can't sin once a person comes in contact with the blood of Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit. But he still has to do with the carnal nature. He still has to do with that damning nature. He still has to do with that lusting and all that uh, uh, hatred. He still has to do and deal with it. And the only way that he can overcome it is through the blood of Christ. Through the blood of Christ. Preaching of the cross to those that perish is foolishness. The world don't want to hear the preaching of the cross. What's the preaching of the cross? Preaching of the cross is what Christ done for you. He took your sins, low, you low down, rotten, stinking, filthy language, filthy walk, filthy talk, filthy attitude, and we laid it on him. We laid all our sins on him. He took all our sins. Because we were filthy. We were saved. We was a candidate for hell. We were on our way to hell before we knew Jesus Christ. And if you don't know Jesus Christ today, guess what? If you die without Christ in your life, if you die without repenting and turning from your wickedness, if you die lost, if you die just a church member and still lost, when you die, you will end up in hell without Christ. The only way that you can prevent to going to hell 
is to accept Jesus Christ today. Accept him now. Going to church is wonderful. Hearing the preacher is good. Depends on what he preaches. If he ain't preaching salvation through the blood of Jesus Christ, he's not preaching the gospel. If he's not preaching sanctification and holiness and justification and edification and, and teaching and preaching and living the life what he claimed to have, he ain't doing nothing. Because without the spirit of Christ, the Bible says you don't belong to God. Without the spirit of Christ. Do you have the Holy Ghost? If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you you don't belong to God. Because the only way you can belong to God, you got to be bought with a price. You got to be sealed with the Spirit until the day of redemption. And once a person comes to know Christ, guess what? He receives eternal redemption. He can he is saved forever. Not just on a three day uh, uh, test. You'll save forever by what? Faith in Jesus Christ. But the world can't turn from sin. The world loves sin. The love world gossip, lying, cheating, backbiting, whoremongers. They love to dance. They love to strip the clothes off. They love drugs. They love uh, 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 adultery, fornication, and sex organs. They love that. But God said, I hate sin. I hate it. I detest it. I rebuke it. And he knew that if he didn't have a sacrifice, oh my God, if God Almighty didn't have that ultimate sacrifice, which is Jesus Christ, listen to what I'm saying now, if he never would have died, if he never would have got about the grave, if he would still been in grave today, the whole world would have to go to hell. The patriarchs would have to go. Abraham would have to go. Isaiah would have to go. All the prophets would have to go. If Jesus Christ wouldn't have rose from the dead, if he didn't, if he wouldn't have came down here and redeemed mankind, Brother Bazaar would have to go to hell. And God said, no, I love the world so much. I love the people so much. I love my creation so much. And I know Satan is roaring like a lion, seeking who he may devour, and he don't care who go to hell with him. He's after everybody. He's after your mama, your dog, your cat. He's after everything that he can get his hands on. And so Jesus Christ came down to the earth and said, no, no, I'm going I'm to get the ones that want me. I'm going to get the ones that repent to me. I'm going to get the ones that bow their heads and their knees and confess with their mouth and believe with their heart. I'm going to save them. Those that want my salvation, I will give it to them because salvation is a gift. Salvation is something free. Salvation can only come from God. Salvation is forever. Salvation is what Jesus Christ done on Calvary's cross 2,000 years ago. And he done gave man 6,000 years of human history on this planet is passing on. We are definitely, absolutely, uniquely living in the last days. The last few days, just before, just before the rapture of the church. The next event, make no, make no, make no excuses. The next great event, because events are happening now, 
But the greatest event that's going to happen on this planet pretty soon is the close of the church age. The, the church is going to shut down on earth. God's going to shut it down when? He's going to shut it down when he blows the trumpet. When the trumpets blow, when the trumpets blow, Apostle Paul said in the fourth chapter, the 17th verse of Second Thessalonians, I think that is, he said, the dead in Christ shall rise. The Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voices of archangels, and the dead in Christ, the dead in Christ, not the dead church member, not the dead choir member, but the dead in Christ, those that died in Jesus' name, those that died that has been washed in the blood of the Lamb, those that died in Christ shall hear the trumps blow, and the dead in Christ shall rise, and we that remain alive shall be what? Caught up. Caught up. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, that's a split second of a split second. It's going to be so fast that the world is not going to know what's going on until about about 14 days, 7 to 14 days, the world will be saying, what happened? What happened? The Christians have left the earth. Where did they go? Where did they, where did they go? Look at the conditions of the world now so you can imagine what it's going to be like after the rapture of the church. And that's when the devil comes down here on this earth. He's coming. He's the prince power of the air now. He's living in high places now. He's living in first and second heaven now. And he's roaming this earth. Everywhere he goes, he's bringing destruction because he's a liar, he's a murderer, he's a destroyer, and he's a robber. He's robbing people of their salvation. That's where he's robbing, folks. He's taking people's salvation. By what? Materialism, materialism, fame, glory, celebrity. He's taking people in sports. He's taking people in all kinds of earthly programs that they're having. But let me tell you, he can't take you. If you've been born again, he can't take you. Because up on Jesus Christ is what a Christian should build his faith upon. Not the Baptist, not the Presbyterian, not the Catholic, not the Jehovah Witness, not the Church of God in Christ. No, no, I'm not building my nothing on that. I'm building my faith on what? His burial, his death, his suffering, and who he is. Went down in the grave by himself. He didn't have no crane. He didn't have the paraplegics to come. He didn't have no paramedics to come. He went down in the grave and went down to the bowels of the earth and preached to those in prison to set the captives free and led those that was in the grave to set them free after the resurrection. That's what Jesus done. He brought the patriarchs out of the grave after the resurrection and took them on to glory. Hallelujah, praise God. And now when the saint of God dies, when you leave this old planet and you don't receive Christ in your life, the angels of heaven come down and catch your soul away and take you to paradise. 
Paradise now is no longer in the heart of the earth. Paradise is in heaven. It's in the presence of God. And now, every time a saint dies, every time a baby dies, every time those that die without being under the under the rule of responsibility, they will die. Babies, there's over listen, listen, listen to me. Sixty-three million babies. Sixty-three million babies have been aborted and put in trash cans and used for scientific experiment. Look at the babies that were dying on in wars, the babies that was drowned, the babies that was used for scientific experiment. How many babies have been killed, yet still God said, that child belongs to me because he has not reached the age of accountability. And since he hasn't reached the age of accountability, and Adam died for the sins okay, of that baby, that descended from Adam and Eve. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Right. Praise God. How you doing, Doc? Amen. Good, brother. Good. How about you? All yourself? right, Doc. Yeah. All right. Amen. Praise Good. God. I'm going I'm to wrap this up shortly, and then I'm going to have prayer and um, go over some things that we will be talking about, and then I want you to get your Bible out. I got mine out to the seventh chapter of Daniel, and we're going to be mm-hmm. talking about Basically, we're going to be talking about number one is the salvation that was brought by Christ. That's our number one priority. Okay. We let people know. Uh, as far as now, our number one priority, although we're going to be talking about uh, end-time uh, prophecy and eschatology and what's going on in the world today, but we are letting, we are warning the world, warning those that are listening to this radio program, end-time radio ministry, we are letting you know Amen. Make no difference how much we can acquire from the Bible in Bible prophecy. That's very important. But the most important thing that we want to get to the people is sacrifice that Jesus Christ made on Calvary's cross to save your soul from sin. Amen. Sin, we're going to let you know, let the people know that sin will never enter the kingdom of God. If We let you know that sin, amen, if you die in your sin, you will basically go to hell. There's no escape after you die. Amen. If you die in your sins, hell will be your home. I didn't say it. Uh, My mama didn't say it. The Bible says it. And the world today don't recognize that salvation can only come by Jesus Christ. It cannot come by denomination. It cannot come by uh, uh, deities and demons and devils and occult. It has to come by Jesus Christ. Christ He's God Almighty by himself, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. All three are one. They are co-equal. There's no three-headed God sitting in heaven, sitting on top of each other, or sitting alongside each other. God is God all by himself. Before the world was ever made, God existed. And when the world cannot stand no longer, God still existed. And little old puny man, puny man trying to put God in their place and trying to tell God what to do is a lie and it comes from the pits of hell. But we want to emphasize salvation is the most important thing in your whole life. Ain't nothing else more important than salvation. Your your career, your your money making, your your education, your your talents that you have is, is good. 
But the most important thing that you have, and the only thing you have, is your soul. And the only thing that a man can receive Christ is he has to repent. He has to repent. He's got to turn from wickedness. He's got to turn from unbelief. He's got to turn from everything that's not like God and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ that Christ can live inside of him and be a witness to the world to let the world know, for God I live and for God I die. There is a God. He lives. He's got power in his hand. He can change. He he does what he wants to do, and we have no power to try to direct God and tell him what to do. So the emphasis, number one, is salvation. And salvation is, you know, is for all people, black, white, yellow, Green, ugly, pretty, poor, rich, insane, crazy, whatever. Salvation, basically, is for the lost. And every man that was ever born was born lost. There's only one man that was born without sin, without degradation, without any impurity. He was Jesus Christ, saved. He was not saying he is the Savior. He never made a mistake. He was sinless. And he was sinless because he took our sins and became a sin offering. And he paid the price on Calvary's cross. Now, if you reject that, if you deny that, and you die without your repentance, if you die without being baptized with the Holy Ghost, if you die without Christ, you will literally end up in hell itself. Father, I'm going to have prayer right now, then I'm going to come back. I'm going to give, I'm gonna give you, uh, brother, uh, my brother here, uh, Timothy uh, Jackson, you can go ahead and say a few words, but after I give prayer, you go going to say a few, and then I'm going to come back, and we're we going to get into the book of Daniel. Daniel is an awesome book, and all the books of the Bible is awesome because they tell you exactly Amen exactly what's going to happen in the very last hours or days or years just before Christ comes back for the church. And Christ is on his way back for the church right now. A lot of people say the end of the world. No, what's going to be end of is going to be end of the church age. The church age ends in the book of Revelation at the third chapter, the church of Laodicea. That's the end time church. The end time church is Laodicea, and we are going to have prayer right now. Then my my good brother is going to come back, and he's going to give some some input, and then he's going to give me give it back to me, and we're going to start in the seventh chapter of Daniel. So if you got your Bibles out, or even if you don't have your Bibles out, when you get home, you can look at it and read it for yourself, because we want to get detail on this. We want to let you know what the Bible knows, and the Bible knows all things. Father, we come to you right now in Jesus' name, and we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for this brother, Lord, that's working out his own soul salvation, fearing to me before you. We thank you, Lord, for him inputting uh, uh, the word of God. 
to the public that's listening right now because we don't know. This may be the last time we might be on. I don't know. But whatever you give us to say tonight, Lord, let it be directly from your word and directly by your spirit, and we're going to give you praise now and forevermore that somebody may come to acknowledge you and give their, give their heart to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the church say amen. Go ahead, brother. Walk with me a little bit. Amen. Amen. It's a blessing to be here. Amen. Thank you, brother. Amen. Made it in. Amen. Thank God for that. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right. All right. Talking about the book of Daniel. Amen. But before I do, I want to acknowledge uh, the twelfth uh, chapter of the book of Daniel. Amen. All right. We're gonna look at Daniel. Uh, Amen. I'm going to leave it off for my brother. Amen. I know he's going to come in and he's going to really, really break it down for us. I want to take a look real quick. We've seen, we've looked over the scripture numerous of times. Amen. And what it refers to is the judgment. Amen. <clears throat> the judgment. Amen. Christ, we knew in the beginning in uh, Genesis when Adam and Eve fell. God judged Adam and Eve, amen. He judged them because they disobeyed him. And because of man's disobedience and continued disobedience, amen, we are receiving judgments from on high, amen, from the most high God. Amen. So one of the judgments was uh, uh, before man was judged, Lucifer. And the fallen angels were going to be judged. Amen. I was reading the book of Enoch the other day, and it was just amazing how the watchers and the children of the watchers, which were the Nephilim, amen, that's the the children, the seed of the fallen angels, how they were so afraid of the judgment of God. And the first judgment to them was the flood. You know, because they wanted Enoch to go back because they kept having these disturbed dreams. God kept on putting these dreams in their hearts, and they wake up, and and, and one would wake up and uh, and tell his dream. Another say, you know what, I had the same dream. Then another giant would say, you know what, I had the same dream. So they all confirmed and had these same dreams that there was a great flood that was going to come and wipe come them out. Amen. This was judgment upon the wicked of the earth because what they had done. And, and they were so afraid of this judgment. And one one of the giants was saying, this can't be for us. Uh, this got to be for our fathers. They are the ones that have the greatest sin. They are the ones that came down into the women uh, of men and, 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 and had children and disobeyed God. So this judgment can't be for yeah. us. Amen. But they were so afraid. But this is what happened. This is how people are. People want to sin and do whatever they want to do without judgment. They don't want to be held responsible for their wicked acts. Amen. So I had to share that with you in order to just try to to paint a picture. Amen. Of where we're going today. So I want to read this to you. Daniel, the 12th chapter. And we already know what uh, verse 1 says, amen. But you know what? I believe we got some time today, so I'm going to go ahead and read verses 1, 2, and 3, and then we're going to take a little, then we're going to bounce over to Daniel, the 7th chapter, amen. Because I want you to take a 
I want you to get the broad scope of this 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 thing that's coming, the judgments. And as the brother was saying, the conclusion is that the saints are going to be with God for all eternity. It says it also in the book of, of Enoch, on, amen. The book of Enoch yes, says that as well. But this has been handed down for over 5,000 years that this has been yes, uh, uh, prophesied. Enoch prophesied the return of Christ, the great day when Christ will come back with the angels of God and with, with the saints of God and have there's going to be judgment on the earth, and we're going to reign with Christ for 1,000 years. Like the brother said, that is the start of the reign of Christ. Now, he starts there because... He wants to show Lucifer, amen, and the wicked how it was supposed to yes. be done, how, how it was meant originally, the, the original intent to live on this earth. There, there's not going to be any termination of animals and just killing animals. See, right now, they, they just slaughtered animals left and right. See, the devil, yes. has a, he's an evil, wicked spirit. He's a murderous spirit. And man, let me tell you. But I was thinking the other day, I was because you know when I drive now, you just see so many dead animals on the highway and and, uh, and yeah. on the roads, and it's like it just saddens your heart. I don't know how other people feel about it, but you know I I love God's creature. It don't care. I don't matter. It don't Amen. matter if it's a fly or ant. It's still God's creation. And I always think about what if man wouldn't have disobeyed God? Everything would everything would live. Everything deserves to live. Everything has the right to live because why? <clears throat> Even the fish in the sea. It is God's yes, creation, the birds of the air. And when you love God, you love his creation. I hate to see animals Amen. laying dead on the side of the road. It just breaks my heart to see beautiful animals just dead laying on the side of the road. Because God loves his creation. You think God don't love his creation? Oh, but the devil going to pay he going to pay for what he did. All yes, he is. Yes, he that, that, that's what death is. It's an evil, murderous spirit. That's what Satan wants. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy. It don't have to be a human. It could be, it could be a, a, a cat, a dog, you name it. He wants it dead. He wants God's creation. He, like brother said, he's doing all this evil, wicked stuff against, to spite God. That's why he's doing Come on. it. Because he don't like God. He's yes, mad because... Because God wouldn't give him the throne so he could do what he wanted to do for, for eternity. Yes, God, God, you can't have this here. You have no right Tell to it. the throne. Amen. Tell it. So so let me read this, and we're going to come back to this. Let me read Daniel, the 12th chapter, verse 1, 2, and 3. Chapter. This is what it says. It says, and at the time shall Michael stand up, the great come prince, on which standeth for the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation. Even to that time, into that same time. And at that time, thy people shall be delivered. Amen. Come on. Everyone Come on. that shall be found written in the book. Amen. And I believe that's what Amen. the Washington on the wall was just saying. Everybody that's born again of Christ, man, amen, we, I was at church today, and this is the same thing I was saying. You don't know how blessed you are to have received Christ. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think none of us can really grasp the extent 
of salvation. Come on, man. Salvation is so beautiful. You are so blessed to miss hell, to miss death, to miss the (laughs) second death. Man, you just don't know. No darkness, no coldness, no evil spirits. You're going to miss hell and the lake of fire for heaven. Yes, Man, it's such a blessing to be a saint of God. All that God has done, why wouldn't we serve him? Even the man that rejects God just don't know how much he owes God because God has blessed him to see another. He has given him an opportunity to seek and to find the Heavenly Father. Amen? And for people to to rebuke God or to turn their backs on God, they don't have no clue of what they're doing until it is too late. Amen. Amen. Daniel prophesies of a time that will come, and that time is drawing near. Don't you think that it is not? That time is drawing (laughs) near that there will be a time on this earth. It's called a time of trouble, not a time of peace, a time of trouble. The seven-year tribulation, amen, is drawing near. Man, don't think that it's not. In in the world, Satan is is have have his servants working overtime to distract the world from these truths that the return of Christ is going is about to take place very soon. Amen. Let me read verse two. It says, "And many of them that sleep in the dust, come on, of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life." And some to shame and everlasting contempt. Amen. Come on. This is Come referring on. to when the trumpets blow, when the <laughs> dead in Christ arise. Amen. Yeah. See, there's two resurrections here, if you notice. Because, see, God's not going to raise the, the, the ones who, the believers and the non believers at the same time. He's not going to do that. God does no. all things what? No, 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 no. In order. Amen. Decent and order. Amen. Those that are saved are going to be raised first. We're going to be raised first to go back with Christ. Amen. And Amen. We're going to be raised to everlasting life. Understand life. that. What is everlasting life? Number one, you get to live for all eternity, meaning that you'll Ooh. never die. When Christ yes. died on the cross, he took the yes. keys to death and hell. Meaning that death could not separate your soul, your spirit, from your fleshly body no longer. And then, number two, amen, number two, hell cannot contain your soul, amen? Remember before hell, the paradise, like the brother said, paradise was in the earth before. So whether you were of God or not of God, you still went to hell. You was just separated Uh by God. From those who believed in Christ versus those who didn't believe in Christ. There was a separation. The Bible calls it yes, a it was. Yes, it it was. Fixed. But now Christ said, I got the keys to death, meaning that, yeah, you'll die naturally, but it's just like sleep. When you pass away and close your eyes on this side, it's just like you went to sleep. But your soul Thank now you. goes before the Heavenly Father. Amen. All glory Amen. and praises to the Heavenly Father for his grace and his mercy. Amen. Now, watch. Amen. Amen. What else is eternal life, everlasting life? 
Man, you're going to have perfect health for all eternity. You'll never get for all sick. eternity. You'll never grow old. You'll ne- you probably won't have a gray hair on your head ever. Amen. You're going to look young for all eternity. You're going to be strong, smart, intelligent. We're going to be Christ-like. Woo! We're going to be an army of Christ-like warriors, saints for God. Amen. Come on, preacher. For all eternity. Amen. You won't need to eat or drink. Amen. You won't have to, but unless you want to. Amen. But of course, you're going. Amen. Of course, you're going to want to eat and drink because that's how good it's going to be. (laughs) The fruit that we're going to eat is going to be so good. Remember now, you're going to still have all your senses restored, just like you do now. So just like we enjoy things in this life, we're going to enjoy things even more so in the afterlife. Amen. That is what everlasting life is. There will be no more darkness. There will be no more sorrow. There will be no more stress. There will be no more envy and strife and jealousy. Come on, man. It's going to be nothing but peace. Now we're talking about living. That's what God intended. You know, this morning I was talking to the church this morning, and I was saying how, if you go all the way back to Genesis and remember when God talked to Adam, he only gave Adam two, he gave two, basically two instructions on what not to do. God is so simple. And I love the fact that God is simple. He said, Adam, yes, these sir. two trees you don't touch. The tree of life and the tree of knowledge. That's all he, mainly that's the only thing he really asked Adam to do. He has to do some other things. But Right. What he asked him to do was real simple. Adam's life was simple. Man's life was simple before the fall. Amen? That's Come what on. I love about God. Come on. God is simplicity. Amen? That's what everlasting yes, life is. Now, he says, and to some to, to, and, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. That's a bad thing. Because when they wake up, Amen. When they wake in this life, I mean, and when God raised him, Christ raised him from the dead, yeah. they're going to be ashamed. They're going to be ashamed. Why are they going to be ashamed? They're going to be ashamed because all the goodness of God, all the chances that they had to receive God, it was so easy. It is so simple to receive salvation. All they had to do was confess with their mouth. And believe in the heart. God says, all I want you to do. God just say, hey, I need you to quit smoking and drinking and doing this. He said, I just need you to just confess with your mouth. And the Holy Spirit will deliver you from fleshly desire. Amen. Come on, he, just, oh, he, said, he didn't say, he didn't say stop fornicating. He didn't say stop committing adultery. He didn't ask us to do none of those things first. He said, just confess with your mouth. And believe in your heart. Yeah. Deliverance comes later. See, you got to get saved first before you can get delivered. Amen. It's just like a doctor when, they, when he prescribes medicine to you. See, you got to take the medicine first before you begin to get healed. You can't get the feeling better if you don't take the medicine. What is the medicine? The medicine is salvation. The medicine salvation. is love. God's love for man. So God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten yeah. son. That's the medicine. He gave it to us, and Christ was obedient. He came down from heaven to, to give on, his preacher. life. Amen. For us, he hung, bled, and died. And there's a song, brother, 
that said that he didn't say a mumbling word. Man, when I heard that song, I said, Lord, have mercy. He didn't say a mumbling word. Man, you know how no. we mumble up on our breath when, when somebody asks us to do something or when something that, something that we don't like, we groaning and we complain. The Bible said he didn't say a mumbling, not a mumbling word. Lord, yeah. have mercy. Mm-mm-mm. See, we couldn't do it. That's why he had to no. Christ has already taken care Ooh. of the hard part. Ooh. He's done the hard part. He's done what we couldn't do, and that's down the cross. He did the work. All you got to do is accept it. He's done the real work. Come on. Amen. All you got to do is just, just, just surrender. That's all you got. All you're doing is surrender. You ain't doing no work. He taught work your way to heaven. I wish you would try to work your way to heaven. You're going to find yourself in hell in the lake of fire. You can't work your way into heaven. Amen. You can stop that nonsense. No, you can't. You got to believe. The Bible says believe. without faith, it is impossible to please God. I'm just telling you what the scripture yeah. says, what the Bible says. Amen. All right. Amen. It says some to everlasting contempt. They're they going to feel so ashamed. Lord, have mercy. They're going to feel yeah. ashamed and say, man, that's all I had to do was just confess with my. That's all you got to do. He it's ain't asked you to do. swim across the ocean and climb Mount Everest or climb the highest mountain and swim the deepest ocean. He just simply said, confess with your mouth. You can do it right now, right, right now at your home. Romans 10, 9, and 10. That's what he said. That's right. all he said to you. Now watch this. That's what And it said, and they sh- that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. That's us. That's us that, that were wise. It is wise to get saved. Amen. It is wise. Why you, like my dad used to say, why you got the breath in your body to get saved? Because you want to know why? You're going to escape judgments, the great white throne judgments. Man, that is, and you're going to escape hell and the lake of fire. Now, who wants that? Who wants hell to be down there with them demons? And fallen angels and burn for all eternity. Man, all I encourage you to read the book of Daniel. I mean, the, the book of Enoch. He explains the things that he saw and witnessed, and he and it and it just hurt his heart. And I and I and, and I will feel the same way because see, when you love God, you love people, and when you love people, you don't want to see nobody hurt. You don't want to see nobody no. suffering. You don't want to see nobody, and it just hurt his soul. To say, he asked the angel, he said, and, and, and what is this place? And, and what, why are those angels over there? He asked that. And the angel was, was curious about Enoch's curiosity. They said, well, well, well you, you want to know that? Why do you want to know that? And they explained to him what happened. And it just hurt his soul. It rocked him to the core to know that billions upon billions of people one day will be in hell in the lake of fire. It just broke Lord, his heart. Mercy. Yes, brother. Yeah, it broke his heart. But the word said that they that be wise shall shine. See if you yeah. accept Christ, man, you're gonna be man, you're gonna be so bright, can't no human eye look upon you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Heavenly Father. And watch what it says it and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. In other Come words, on. when you minister to people like we're doing, we tell people the truth, we tell people about how you get saved and how Esau, the Bible said we're going we're gonna to shine for all eternity like stars. You're going to be so bright and beautiful. 
This is everlasting life. This is living. Yes, it is. Real living. Real living. Amen. I want to share yeah, that. Amen. I'm going to do. I'm going to do uh, Daniel one, and I'm going to turn over to the seven and one. I'm going to turn over to the brother. Amen. But I want to. I want to bring that to your attention to give you the broader scope of the things that we're yes, dealing sir. with with these four beasts. Because I want you to look at what all Enoch, Daniel, and Christ. Amen. They all were dealing with the end, and they were dealing with Christ coming. Amen. There was because they knew that Christ was coming, and they knew that we were going to be redeemed. See, they believed that we were going to one day have the victory. Amen. Even though Enoch and Daniel only had parts of what was happening, things were revealed to them in the dream, and Enoch, things were revealed to him in heaven. That's how he knew what was going to come. Amen. In the future, because these things were revealed to them by the Holy Spirit, by Yahweh himself. Amen? All right. So Daniel, the seventh chapter, verse 1. This is what it says. In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head upon his bed. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, sir. Then he wrote the dream and told the psalm of... The matters, Amen. Yeah. Amen. See if I can find my my little book. There we go. All right. Amen. Amen. Like I can tell him. If I can All right. Him. There we go. There we go. Daniel seven and one. All right. Amen. That BC 533, Daniel had more dreams reported under the riotous Belshazzar than under any other king. Daniel was then past 80 years of age. So was the apostle John when he wrote Revelation. Amen. Because you're going to see a correlation between Revelation and and the book of Daniel and how they relate to these different beasts. Amen. Amen. So yes, uh, for a period of some 23 years after the death of Nebuchadnezzar, Daniel lived a retired life known as the years of silence. Amen. Okay. Amen. So I want to share this. Amen. I got like a, a couple minutes left. I just want to share ahead, it. brother. Amen. Work with it. Amen. Work with it. All right. So, amen. The, 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 the beast in chapter 7, we have the wing line. Amen. We have the bear, and we have a winged, four-headed leopard. Yeah. And then we have nondescript beasts with ten horns and little horns. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And then we have the reference of the Messiah, the saints given a kingdom, which is the thousand-year millennial reign. Amen. We talked about that. Amen. So I'm going to turn over to my brother. He's going to go in. More in depth, and I'm gonna come back with some of the uh, 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 some of the um, some of the things we break down. Cause we're gonna talk about the lion, how it represents Britain, Britain. Uh, the yeah, bear yeah. represents Russia. Uh, the eagle, uh, Amen, represents America. Chinese, the dragon, and Persia, the ram, and Macedonian, the goat. Amen. So we just kind of see these references to different nations. Go ahead, brother. Amen. I'm gonna let you take over. Amen. All right. 
All right. I'll, I'll come back. The four beasts. All right. Four beasts of Daniel speaks of the future that runs from 606 B.C. all the way up to 2023. Daniel had a dream, and his dream was so terrific. His dream was so awesome for God to reveal this to Daniel because Daniel was qualified as being a prophet in Babylon. And at this time, Daniel was in Babylon because Israel had went under the iron hand of the Gentile nations. And they were persecuted because of their sins that they have turned from their true and living God. And God brought them to Babylon. And he let them stay in Babylon for 70 years. And during the 70 years, Daniel was the intercessor uh, uh, between Israel and God. And God gave him awesome dreams. The dreams were so awesome that it made Daniel sick. And he couldn't mm. figure out how it was going to come to pass. But he said, I meditated on these things. And I looked this matter over and I was... Uh, uh, I dug deep down into it because it was 2,600 years that he looked forward into 2023 because from 606 B.C. all the way to 2023, the, all the beasts that he saw, which was four, came up out of the earth, which means man brought these kingdoms. Now, you got to realize the earth now belongs to Satan. Satan is the God of this mm-hmm. age. He rules this age. And those people say, well, if God is so powerful, why don't he just tear the devil up and put him in hell now? No, he can't do that. The reason he can't do that because God gave man a choice to choose in which way he want to go, so he had to bring evil and good together and let them know, choose you this day and who you're going to serve. If you serve Evil, you're going to die. You serve light, you serve good, you're going to live. And so God said, now, I'm going to let Satan take his his royal route. He's going to take Route 66. And Route 66 means infamy. In in other words, wicked. And so the devil became wicked because he figured that he was more qualified in his beauty that he tried to overthrow heaven. He tried to rule heaven. Did you understand what I'm saying? Lucifer tried to rule God. He wanted to throne God. He wanted to be like God. He wanted to sit on the high mountain in the highest cloud and rule the universe. Well, he can't do that. You can't defy the creator. He created Lucifer by speaking him into existence. And so when Lucifer fell, he fell from heaven, and he became an inhabitant of the earth. When he became an inhabitant of the earth, the first place he headed, I got to go to the Garden of Eden. I got to get in the Garden of Eden because God don't put Adam and Eve in there, and Adam and Eve, God took pride in Adam and Eve. God, that was God's creation, and, je- and the devil was jealous. He was envious. He, was, he lost his mind because it was supposed to go to him, and it didn't go to him because he rebelled. And since he rebelled, God said, I'm going to give it to Adam and Eve. I'm going to let Adam rule the world. I'm going to let Adam take it under, under, under my charge with me directing Adam and Eve. I'm going to let them do it. And guess what? Satan said, I got to get in there. I got to get in there. 
I don't care what I got to do. I'm going I'm, 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 I'm envious of God. I'm going to tear his creation up. I'm going to ruin it. So when he got in the Garden of Eden, he got up in there and he told lies. He's been telling lies ever since then. He lied yesterday. He lied today. And he's going to be lying tomorrow. He's a father of lies. He's lying in church. He lies on the job. He lies, uh, 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 I mean, the Bible says, let God be true. And what? All men are liars. So the world fell under the great lie of Satan. And Satan's been lying ever since then. And since he's been lying, the world has been going to pot. The world is going to pot because the world has come under control of Lucifer. Lucifer controlled men because men preferred Lucifer to control them instead of God. Why is the world in such a mess today? Why? Because men are under the influence of Lucifer. Lucifer said, I'm going to stop God. I'm going to rule God. I'm going to mess up his creation. But God said, Lucifer, you may be able to do what you can do. But let me tell you, you will never win. You will always lose. And by this, the devil said, I'm going to build my own kingdoms. I'm going to build my kingdoms. And so what? Daniel, at that time, saw a dream. And this dream that he dreamed, was that he dreamed about four beasts coming up out of the earth, which represent four kingdoms that will be ruled by Lucifer, Satan, and man. That will rule by, they will be ruled, and the world today is ruled by Satan. Look, 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 look what the world is building. They're building whorehouses, they're building beer joints, they're building football. Uh, 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 I mean, they're building, they building up, man. They, woo, they're building the highways. They're building everything. They want to make it look nice. And let me tell you, the devil ain't stupid. Hey, man, he, got, he knows technology. He knows how to, to do all this shit. And the world is built under the influence of Satan while God says, okay, you, you took it from Adam. He took it right from under Adam's nose. And since he took it from under Adam's nose, he's able to rule man. And God said, I'm going to give you an opportunity to let me rule you. And the world today is ruled by Lucifer. But God says, I'm going to build me a kingdom. I'm going to build a kingdom. I'm going to build a rulership. I'm going to be a I'm going to build a theocracy government. I'm going to build a government that there won't be no more wars. I'm going to build a government and no more killing. They're going to, I'm going to build a government where there won't be nothing but peace and love and joy. But the only way I can build it, I've got to do it in the process of time. Listen to what I'm saying. This Lucifer done built seven kingdoms up on the world. Seven. Guess what? Egypt was number one. The Assyrian Empire, number two. The Babylonian Empire, number three. Number four, the Median Persian Empire, number five. The Grecian Empire, number six. The Roman Empire. All these were built by man, Lucifer, and Satan, and they all, listen to what I'm saying, they all was corrupt. And guess what? America was supposed to be built under Christian background, Christian foundation. Amen. And I believe, I believe it was at the very beginning, but underneath, underneath that, there was a dark shadow. There was a dark shadow 
working from the time of 1776 until this present day. There was a dark shadow called the Illuminati. Uh oh. Mm. There was a dark order called the Freemasons. There was a dark order mm. of six societies that was working underneath America to bring America down to the zero factor. And now we're living in the 21st century, and guess what? The Illuminati is ruling the world. The Luciferians are ruling the world. The Baphomets, the, the, uh, the, the, the false occults, witchcraft, voodoo, hoodoo, everybody doing all kinds of diabolical plots. Why? Because the devil is the god of this age. He's kind of what? He's trying to get in the church and destroy the church. But he's, work, he's messing with the wrong. He's messing with the wrong kingdom now. Because Jesus Christ said, the Son of God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, the ever, the one that came from nowhere because he's everywhere and there was nowhere for him to come. He said, up Amen. the rock, I'm going to build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So what I'm saying, I'm saying that the only kingdom that God is working on and working through now is his body. What's his body? The body, the church, the one that he purchased with his own blood. The devil ain't purchased nothing. What did the devil purchase? He purchased destruction, envy, strife, murder, backbite. But Jesus said, I'm going to build my church, and it's going to take what? It's going to take 6,000 years for me to conclude this church age. This church age has been going for 2,000 years, and guess what? It's almost over. The church age is almost going to close. It tells me there's no more church meeting. There's no more church meeting. It's going to be house church anymore. Woo! If you want to have some church, you better have it at your house because it's coming to a point where the America is going to try to eliminate the Christian faith. They're trying to eliminate yes, the cross. They're trying to eliminate on, the blood God. of Jesus. They're trying to eliminate the resurrection. They're trying to eliminate the second coming of Jesus Christ. The world today don't believe that Jesus Christ is actually coming back again to get his church. It's not the end of the world. It's the end of the church age. It's the end to take your right. hymn book and your Bible and head for glory because it's so bad now that it's hardly able to go outside unless you get shot down or get ran over by a car or somebody done done some kind of crime. It's so hard now that it's even difficult to even raise a family. And that's why a lot of people today don't want to get married, don't want to have children. Why? Because they know they're living in a time like never before. No man can comprehend what's going on in the world today. The newsman is running out of paper trying to print down everything that's going on. The reason why, because the devil is saying, I'm going to take over this planet. I'm going to take over this planet. Let us run on now. Now, uh, uh, this year, Beast, that I'm talking about, and I'm going to hand it back to the brother, let him walk with it a little bit. He looks at here. He says, the first was a lion. The lion represents the Babylonian Empire. I'm going to run it down real quick for you. The Babylonian Empire is gone now. 
but the same spirit right. of the Babylonian is still on this planet. Do you hear what I'm saying? I'm talking about this ancient spirits, this ancient entity, this ancient demon, this devil that's been working for the last 6,000 years. They've been working from the Garden of Eden all the way to Nimrod because Nimrod was the first sign of the Antichrist. The Antichrist is the world leader or the world dictator that's going to come on the scene and down and down to the ages of time, there's been, there's been over 50 men coming on the scene saying that they're God Almighty, and every one, mm. of, them, every one of them is failed. And here we got Nimrod, who considered himself to be God. We got Nimrod that was building the tower to heaven. We got Nimrod that was a soul, was, was a soul hunter. He was hunting men's soul to control him. We got Nimrod. He was, so, he was awesome because, number one, Satan was in charge. And he said, I'm going to build a tower to heaven, and when I build it to heaven, I'm going to be able to reach the creator. I'm going to be able to reach into the third heaven. And they tell me he got so bold, and tell he told everybody to build as high as you can go. But now we're living in the 21st century. We're living in 2023, and now NASA, N-A-S-A, NASA now is sending up spaceships. They're sending up mm-hmm. astronauts. They're trying to find another planet. They're trying to find another place to live because they tell me Earth is so corrupt and so abominable that you can't live on it no more. You can't even go to bed at night. Even if you lock your door, you're still living in jeopardy. But i tell you one thing. You ought to have some kind of insurance. I got insurance, but that ain't going to do me no good. I need assurance. Assurance that Jesus Christ is mine because he is my protector. He is my my creator and he is my maker. So the Babylonian Empire is gone. And since the Babylonian Empire is gone, we got the Median Persian Empire. It's gone. And that's gone because uh, it was built by Lucifer. It was built by man and his all his stuff that he had. And then we got the Grecian Empire. That was built by Greece. Uh, and that was Alexander the Great. Uh, and it's gone. And then we got the Roman Empire. The Roman Empire was one of the mightiest empires upon the face of the earth uh, until the Roman Empire thought they could conquer the world. And they tell me it lasted for almost 1,000 years, but it's gone. Good God Almighty. And they tell me, well, who's going to build the next kingdom? Well, the next kingdom that I know is going to come on the planet. It's called NATO. NATO, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. The next religious organization is coming WCC. That's the World Council of Churches. That's the World Church. And then we got the kingdom of Israel became a kingdom in 19. 19- 48, and that's what God said. He said, I'm going to bring back the Jewish people. Good God Almighty. Y'all, you, you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah, and if you don't believe me, we've got to go down there and check out Ezekiel in the Valley of the Dry Bones, where the Israel was in, scattered all over the face of the earth, and they tell me they didn't have a nation. They didn't have a name. They didn't have nothing because they had rebelled against the God of Abraham, but God told Abraham, I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring the Jews back into the land. And in 1948, they tell me the valley of the dry bones begin to shake, they begin to rattle, and they begin to roll because Ezekiel said, I know, Lord, that these bones can live. And the Lord said, all right, Ezekiel, go ahead and prophesy to the dry bones. And old Ezekiel began to prophesy to the dry bones because God is going to build his kingdom. And yet still, he won't build his kingdom. The Roman Empire was still in power. But God said, 
them still going to build it. And then we start building Holy Sucker called out to the east wind, the north wind, the south wind, and the west wind. He said, oh, oh, ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. And the spirit of the Lord began to gather Israel together. And when they began to gather Israel together from 2000 uh, to, to, to 606 B.C. all the way up to 1948, and that's when Amen. Amen. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm saying Israel, good God Almighty. Israel became a nation in nineteen forty eight. In nineteen forty eight, God said, Before I come back, before I rapture the church, before the Antichrist comes, I'm gonna gather my people back in the land of Israel, and they are gonna be in Israel when the Antichrist comes. And this is the Antichrist that Daniel talked about. And the Antichrist that Daniel talked about, it was the Antichrist that Nimrod was representing. And all the Antichrists that ever came, guess what? They're gone. But the one that's going to come pretty soon is coming from the Roman Empire. The last beast, the last beast upon the earth will be the new world order. The new world order. Who is connected with the new world order? The government. Every president, listen to what I'm saying. I might sound like I come from space. But every president that we ever had knew something about the Illuminati. They knew something about Baphomet. They knew something about Luciferians. They knew something about secret societies that they belong to. And there's not a government official that don't know something about this Illuminati and Freemasons that's going on in the world today. Who is the government run by? The government is not run by Biden. It's not run by uh, uh, Trump. It's ran by the Illuminati. It's ran by wicked men who believe that they can conquer the world and Lucifer mm-hmm. is, the lead, is, the, is the head one. And the, this Lucifer that I'm talking about is the one that's going to energize the Antichrist. He's going to what? He's going to resurrect him from the dead in the last kingdom. The last kingdom is called the New World Order. How do you know? Come on, I can look at my Bible and Daniel said, I saw what? Ten horns. Ten horns. What do the horns represent? Mm-hmm. The ten horns represent NATO. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. This is real. This is the real deal. The ten horns represent the ten European common markets that's in power right now. They're right Come now, on, and they're planning. They're planning to bring forth the Antichrist through what? The Nephilim. Ooh. They're planning to bring it through the word CERN. They're bringing it through demonology. They're bringing it through witchcraft. They're bringing it through every wicked spirit that ever existed from the time of the Garden of Eden until now. And now the TV is filled with witchcraft. It's filled with superheroes. It's filled with men flying through the air. It's filled with superhuman men that's able to do things beyond their capacity. Possibility and the reason why because the devil got strength, the devil got motivation, the devil got power, but it's no more power than the power of God. And the only way that the devil can be sustained is the power of God. But God said, I'm gonna give the devil a little leash, I'm gonna let him hang himself. And guess what? And now we're living in the 21st century. And Daniel saw the ten toes, and he said, In the latter days. In the close of the last generation, and the last generation started in 1948. 
The last generation will end in 2023. We're in the last generation. There's no other generation after this generation. The only generation that's after this generation is when Christ left the church, the seven-year tribulation starts, the battle of Armageddon comes down, and then the millennium reign will be what? Put up on the earth. God is going to rule the earth. Mm. The earth is the Lord, and the food is thereof, and anything that dwell in. And the devil rules stop at the battle of Armageddon, the battle of Armageddon, the battle that God says, I'm going to destroy every army, every army that comes against Israel. And Israel has been in the power of the land of Israel. The Jews have been in power. And now the Jews are planning to face the Antichrist. That's mm. the last, last horn that Daniel saw. I'm going to run over these horns, and I'm going to explain the horn that Daniel saw. You good. The, 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 the double horn. Thank he said, God. now, uh, these ten toes, uh, these ten horns are going to take place in 1948. 1948. I was four years old. Mm. I'm not four years old no more. I'm 78 years old, had it for 79 years old, and I've studied this through my lifetime from the age when I first heard it in the church and the preachers was preaching it. The deacons were talking about it. But nowadays, people are not talking about revelation. They're not talking about the end time. They're mm-hmm. not talking about the mark of the beast. They're talking about motivation speeches and programs <laughs> and anniversaries and, and doing all kinds of things in the church that has nothing to do with soul saving. That's right. In 1948, the bones joined together and, they, and Israel became a nation. When it became a nation, there were three horns that came up on the sea. The three horns are Denmark in 1948, Britain in 1948, Ireland in 1948. Three horns came. The next horns. The next horn came with Netherlands. The next horn came with Belgium. The next horn came with Luxembourg. That's six horns. The next horn came with West Germany. The next horn came with France. The next one came with Italy. That's nine horns. Nine horns. Daniel saw mm. this, but he didn't know the name of the country. Why? Because God right. didn't want to put it in the, in the scriptures because somebody will go in there and try to mess with it and try to right. change it. But God said, Daniel, don't worry about it. But when the end comes, those that are living in this day and time will understand what's going on in these nine horns. And the last mm. horn that came on the sea, the last horn, and these horns exist today. NATO is against Russia. NATO is against China. NATO, NATO is for America. And America is going to link up with NATO and become under the power and the dictatorship of what? The Antichrist. Because America is headed for to receive Antichrist. Because we got a lot of anti-Christians. We got an anti-holiness. We got anti-biblical principles. We got anti-marriage. We got anti-raising our children. We're anti on everything when it comes to reading and word 
and loving the word of God with anti-holy. So America is falling under the power of the Antichrist. We're slaughtering mm. babies like going to a big pen. We're slaughtering That's animals. Right. We're slaughtering everything that's coming our way. Mm-hmm. We're slaughtering our families. There's murder and domestic violence in our families. There's everything going haywire because it's anti-God, anti-holiness, anti-fear. Nobody don't fear God no more, but the Bible says the beginning of knowledge and wisdom is to fear God and keep his commandments. And guess what? We got Italy, the ninth horn. The last horn came in 1981, and that was Greece. That's the ten horns that you will find in the book of Daniel, in the book of Daniel. And Daniel got sick for two weeks. Two weeks he was Cohagitating, co- co- which means he was studying this, and he looked into the future with a divine periscope, a, a divine telescope, and he saw all the way Amen. down to 2023. And when he saw it, he said, now, those that will understand it better will be those that will live in the last generation. And then Daniel wasn't through yet. He looked again, and he said, wait a minute. I saw another little horn. But this horn was different from all the other horns. It was different from all the other nations. It was one of the weakest nations, but out of this one nation came a little horn. And this little horn Mm. had eyes and spoke great things against the Most High God. And there's only one thing that is referring to. That's referring to the Antichrist, the beast, the beast. And to tell me, the world today is looking for the Antichrist. Well, I can tell you, I can find him. I know where he at. I know what country he comes from. And the only way I know is through prayer, through supplication, through fasting, through reading God's word. That's the only way I found it. And looking in and getting all the information I can. And guess what? I found out in 1986. 1986, there was a country qualified to become the level home. And the eleventh horn, the country's name is called Spain. Spain, good God Almighty, you better read your Bible. People talking about, I know the Bible, I know this. No, you don't. You better read what Daniel had to say because Daniel tell you exactly what would happen at the end time. He said at the end time, this horn is going to come, and when it comes, speak great things against the Most High, and it's going to wear out the saints, and it's going to turn the world upside down, and it's going to put the world in under his control, and he's going to have people being branded with the number 666. He's going to set in the temple of the Jews, going to get ready to build, and he's going to desecrate the temple. And guess what? The Jews are looking for him. The Jews are looking for him. And guess what? The Jews said, we got to build a temple. And we need somebody that's going to stand behind us to build this temple. And the only one that's going to stand behind him is the Antichrist, the mark of the beast, the one, the perdition. He's going to come on the scene, and when he comes on the scene, he's going to give the Jews permission. He's going to give the Jews permission to build the mm-hmm. temple. And guess what? The Jews are already building it. They're already getting ready for sacrifices. They're already getting the, 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 the temple ready and getting the priest ready. Why? Because when the Antichrist comes, the Jews are going to consider him as being the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. This is what? This is the 11th horn. Daniel saw it. And if Brother, if Brother Bazaar is lying, 
from the word of God, I'm dying. I'm dying today if I'm lying about what the word of God is saying. I mm. put my head on the chopping block. I tell you, I mean this. I put my head on the chopping block. The Bible is right. And the Bible tells me by the inspiration of God Almighty through his divine spirit and his love that this is the hour in which Jesus Christ is soon to come and rapture the church. And when he raptures the church, there's going to be a war in Jerusalem from God and Magog. Y'all listen to mm-hmm. me. I'm not preaching behind the pulpit. I'm not taking no collection of what I'm about to see. I'm not looking for no money. I'm not looking for prestige. I'm not looking for you to give me a hand on a, a backpack, a, 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 pad, a hand pack on the back. I'm not looking for no stars or no trophy. I'm looking for Jesus Christ to come back That's right. very soon. And when he come back, he's coming back in wrath. He's coming mm. back in wrath yeah. and mercy. He's come coming on. back to get his body out of this mean, cruel, low-down, dirty, rotten generation. And the church is going to be held accountable. The preachers are going to be held accountable. The deacons and the sisters and the, 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 the worshipers and the same choir and the, uh, those are, you will be held accountable for how you held up the name of Jesus and how you lived your life and how you, if you witness to people, if you love people, if you're concerned about a people's soul, God is going to hold you accountable. And they That's have right. no excuses. And the mm. world says, I don't believe in all that garbage. And the world won't believe it until they look up their eyes in hell and say, oh, oh, what a fool I was. What a fool I was. I didn't listen to that old crazy preacher that was mm. on Internet. I didn't listen to that preacher that was named Timothy Jackson and Bazaar. Some guy was talking off the top of my head. I don't, I don't know nothing about that crap. The reason why you don't know nothing about it is because you don't read mm. your book. That's right. You don't study the Word of God. You're going by what some bald-headed preacher gets up and holler and run across the pulpit and yank and, and pull on folks and, 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 and say, that's church. That's not church. That's a circus. And the church got a lot of clowns, a lot of elephants, a lot of giraffes, a lot of monkeys and baboons. Come on. Fooling around. And not telling the people, you better get your heart ready. That's right. Because when that trumpet, when that trumpet sounds, Brother Bazaar is not going to be here. Tim Jackson ain't going to be there. I might meet him on the way up. Oh, y'all don't, y'all, y'all, y'all can't, that's too deep for some of y'all. I might meet old, old Tim. Hey, where you going, bro? I'm going out to see my king. I'm going to see Jesus, the son of the living God. I'm going to see the nail prints in his head. I'm going to see the nail prints in his feet. I'm going to call out and hug him tighter than a vice can hold him. Why? Because mm. he brought me out of darkness into the marvelous light. And let me tell you, that's what the book of Daniel is repping for. I don't mean to take all this time, brother. Amen. No, you're all right, you know, I'm going I'm, I'm to close with this and I'm going to give it to Brother Tim. There is an entity. There is an entity out there. Demons are working and setting up the table for the tribulation period. That's the right. 
will be consistent of demonic activity. Demons are roaming the streets, roaming everywhere they can pick up a soul and yank it into eternity. There's prostitutes on the streets. There are liars on the street. There's burglars on the street. There's gangsters on the street. The, the devil rounding them up, drive-by shootings and all this stuff. The devil said, I got to set my table and try to damn every soul that I can get my hands on. And I'm going to keep them away. I'm not keeping them from going to church. But I can keep them away from the cross. I don't want them, I don't want them fools to go to the cross. If they go to the cross and repent of the sin and turn from the wicked ways, the Lord will save them. And if they get saved, I done lost the soul. And I want Satan says, I want everybody to go to hell with me. Well, I can tell I can tell the devil to hell with you. I'm not going with you. I'm not following you. I'm following the Lamb that was slain before the foundations of the world. The last the last kingdom on the earth is called the New World Order. And the New mm. World Order can be found on the back and the front side of your $1 bill. Your $1 bill gives you a picture of the new world order. The new world order will be controlled by the beast. And that fourth beast that Daniel saw, he saw the revived Roman Empire in another form. It's called the world reset. They're going to reset and bring a dictatorship government to America. America is in danger. If America don't repent, she's doomed. If That's America right. and the churches don't repent, the ones in there that ain't saved, they're doomed. And God is a God of love, and he don't want to do this, but God's patience is running out. It's running out, church. Whoever listened to me on this broadcast, you better get it right. Brother Bazaar loves you. Brother Bazaar is crazy about you. Amen. He'll be more crazy about you if you come on in. Come on in. Quit, quit trying to evade the issue. The food prices are going up. The gas prices are going up. Everything is going up. Food prices going That's up. Right. Storms are sweeping out. The, the, uh, uh, the West, the West is having a, a, a mudslide and the cave, cave there's, there's holes falling in, in, in the ground and folks' cars are sinking down, flood water, mud everywhere. People don't have no place to live now. God is saying I'm trying to get your attention because he's stirring up the eagle's nest. He's nothing. He's going he gonna to do some more. He's going to do some more until he come back again to stir up the people and quit trying to live in luxury and have the pleasures of living and forget the God that made you, the one that designed you, the one that died for you. You are throwing up your nose at it and you don't need That's it. Right. You're going to need him. If you don't need him today, I guarantee you, you're going to need him by tomorrow. This is double bizarre. Apostle Paul said the only way we can escape this in Hebrews we ain't going to be in the shape if we neglect so great a salvation. And this salvation can only come by ooh, Jesus Christ. He died on Calvary. Suffered. He suffered so until the earthquake opened up the earth. And when he opened up the earth, his blood was shed on Calvary's cross. 
And some of the theologians said the blood that he was shed on Calvary's cross went on down, went on down through the heart of the earth, and down below the cross there is a place, there's a thing called the Ark of the Covenant. And this Ark of the Covenant, blood dropped on this Ark of the Covenant, and they have found proof that it was a unique kind of blood like they've never seen before. And all these demonic activities that you see in the clouds, that you see uh, UFOs, these are demonic demons, and they are going to bring saucers down here. Flying saucers come are going to come down here. Y'all come on. Don't, don't, don't pay no attention to me. Y'all like I'm crazy. I ain't crazy. If I, I tell you one thing, I'm Bible crazy. The Bible says there are entities that oh, have saucers. Wheels in the middle of a wheel, turning. Come These on, things got high speed technology. These angelic beings are higher than man's technology, and man doesn't have relationships. Ooh, and I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to give it to the brother. But these entities is in touch with the Vatican, and they're in touch with the government. These presidents have shook aliens' hands. Eisenhower shook an alien head. Kennedy. President Carter, these guys know that there is entities walking around on this planet right now. Mm-hmm. Come on. They're called ships. They're called ship shapers. Why do you think all these drugs getting into our country? It's getting in it because ship, these demons are working day mm. and night, 24 7. They get into the black area, get into the white area, get into any area where folks are foolish enough to take that stuff and kill themselves and die and go to hell. That's what's going mm-hmm. on. Sex, sex is driving people mad. Insane venereal disease is spreading like wildfire. HIV, whatever you name it. The devil said, I'm going to destroy, and Jesus said, Come on, to me. That are heavenly, and I'll give you rest. But Lord, I don't want rest now. I don't like what I'm doing, but I love what I'm enjoying because it's pleasure. And pleasure mm. will send you to heaven. Mm. But my friends, don't let nobody fool you. You're going to hear more about these entities. I'll Come on, Doctor. 51, 51, uh, 51, they got. Saucers that have fell down, and they are examining them now. And America mm. and the government Come is on. in relationship with these entities. Demons, Come on. devils, Nephilim. This is no, this is no joyride. The devil not joyriding with you. Mm. And he got church folks just as blind, can't see nothing. Can't you see the tip of their nose in the mirror? Because they're so wrapped up in themselves and wrapped up in all this recreation and entertainment preaching. Everybody wants money. I don't want money, Lord. I want to be what you want me to be to tell somebody about right. your salvation. That's right. I ain't worried about no money. I ain't worried about what kind of suit I got on or what kind of car driving if I have to ride a bicycle. I'm going to tell you man. something about Jesus Christ. If you would listen, brother, I'm, I'm I'm sorry I went over my time. No, you're you all right, man. You, you, you hit it, man. You go you, ahead and no, tell it like it is, brother. You, I'm listening to you, brother. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that's some good stuff. Hey, man, that's that's Bible, brother. Yeah, 
Yeah. Good Bible. You go ahead and work with it a little bit. Amen, brother. Amen, Man, brother. I when you got to talk about the things that are going to be happening here soon, people think this is a joke. Yeah, people that's what I know. People say, people say, think when they say that people have been seeing giants. There are reports that people said they've been seeing giants, flying <laughs> saucers. And as we get closer yeah. to the end, meaning that Come on. when the trumpet blows, we're not going to be here. You got to understand. That's why I said, boy, you don't know how blessed you are. To have eternal life, whether you know this or not, whether you believe it or not, there's going to be some things that's going to come on this planet that's so unbelievable that you didn't even know existed. There have been more and more reports of mermaids. People think this stuff is a joke. You tell folks yeah, stuff about bro. mermaids, they, they, think, they think you're talking about the little movie, little cartoon movie, the little mermaid. Where do you think they get this stuff? Where do you see, see, they make all this stuff cute. And, you know, they try to make it funny, make a joke about it. They make movies about it to make light of it. This stuff is real. Real? The government knows about it. They've been hiding this stuff for years. They've been hiding about these ancient civilizations that have been here on the planet for thousands of years. They are hiding this stuff, talking about how uh, uh, the, the hollow earth theory and, and how uh, uh, um, this, this admiral, Admiral Bird, actually – um, was flying over the, it was the North Pole and how there was a, a tractor beam that took uh, took control of his, his uh, plane and landed the plane for him. This stuff is real. Then he gave an he gave account of some of the things that he saw. He said that he saw dinosaurs. And he's like, man, I thought these things were extinct. He saw dinosaurs. He saw creatures. He saw tall alien-type beings approached the craft, and they came to him and showed him different things. Amen. And, and, and uh, Amen, uh, so there's something else I, I had uh, came to my mind. Yeah, this stuff is real. There's something I just, just lost, just slipped my mind. Um, this stuff is real. This stuff is not fake. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. There, there's, there's some pictures, and the government is hiding these. There's only a few of them. They found the camera. From this, uh, they say he's an amateur explorer in the early 1900s. He went, I think it was in the South American jungles. He was looking for a lost civilization. Well, I think they, if I'm not mistaken, he never, they never found him or something. And uh, I remember reading about this a long time ago. I, I read about this stuff before the internet became big, before all this social media stuff. Come on, man. How they never found this guy. And it was crazy how the family, they never found him. He went to go be with these, uh, they said that that the, this ancient civilization had access to the inner world, like like they they knew how to enter and go deep into the earth. And uh, they said that they found one of these guys' camera. And when they processed the pictures, they got these are old these are old pictures, like early 1900s. This ain't new stuff. And I'm not saying that that, that they can't Photoshop this stuff, but I don't believe all this stuff is Photoshop. And they show pictures, old pictures of what this guy uh, filmed or what he took a picture of, and it was just stuff, different stuff that wasn't normal. This, the people didn't look normal. They had, his camera showed little people. I know that, uh, um, that all over the world they've been finding these little houses and stuff. Yeah. This stuff yeah, is real. Sure. People think this stuff is, they think this stuff, pixies, what, 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 what do you think they get fairies and pixies and stuff from? This stuff is real. There's a... Uh, 
there's a man, uh, he was like a scientist over in Europe. They found some weird stuff. When they went into his apartment after he died, his home after he died in Europe, they found a lot of weird little creatures. They didn't. They don't know where he got these little creatures from, but he had them for years and nobody knew. And uh, he, he actually had them. The, the bodies are like, you know, like he had the bodies and stuff. And people think this stuff is a joke when we sit here and tell this stuff. This is stuff that preachers in your your church won't dare bring up. They won't dare say stuff like this because, you know, the the majority of people don't want to hear this type of stuff. They want to believe that they don't this want stuff to hear. Don't, they just, yeah, they don't want to hear it. They, they, they think, they think uh, uh, what's the little pixie name, uh, Peter Pan and uh, what's that? Uh, yeah, Tinkerbell. Peter Pan and uh, Tinkerbell. <laughs> yeah, Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell. Yeah, yeah. They just Woo! want that stuff to stay on the screen. When you go to talk about all this stuff that they showing in movies, no, they'll tell you it ain't. I I talk to saints. They'll look at you crazy if you go to talk about this type of stuff. A lot of them don't want you to see it. They don't want you to acknowledge it. They want to act like it's not real. Man, don't you know that this stuff is going to start showing up more and more, and you know what's going to end up happening one day? Something, Come on. I said this. I said something's going to happen that they can't deny. It ain't going to be a blur. Can't deny it's going to be a clear picture. Somebody's going to yeah. They're going to catch it. It's going to be a giant. It's going to be an, It's going to be something that the government can no longer hide and no longer no, no. And it's going to start just happening. And it ain't going to be just one incident or two. It's going to be numerous incidents to where they just can no longer ignore. And you know what? The saints are going to be out of here. Come on, come on. Be here for this madness. Like the brother said, that's about to hit this planet. We talk about we talk about the judgments in the end, and uh, I just want to mention this real quick before we get into opening the doors of the church. We got a few more minutes. I just want to talk about uh, the revived Roman Empire. See the yeah yeah with the same fulfillment in Daniel two and Daniel seven. He you know he said there was a head of gold. You remember the king Nebuchadnezzar had uh, uh, he had this dream about this four part image. The, the head was gold of gold. This was in Daniel the second chapter. Go back and read it, man. I'm telling you, the book yeah. of Daniel is so amazing, especially when you pin it up and compare it uh, up against Revelation. I'm reading it now. I'm beginning to to get more into it. Now I want to get my knowledge up on on because I've read some of the, the book of Daniel, the first part of Daniel, but haven't read and studied through all of it. And it talks about the head of gold. Then after that, uh, I believe the head of gold represented Babylon, because that was uh, yeah. the Nebuchadnezzar head. And then the arms yeah. of silver. And silver. then it had a trunk of brass. And the legs was of iron. Oh, and the, the the ten toes, Amen, Amen. Then I believe, yes, uh, uh, and then if you remember, there's this old this picture I got in this this book that I have. I remember I got it from uh, when I was in seminary school. It shows a picture of a like a rock, and it hits the bottom of the statue and it breaks the statue. Well, what this is is a worldly kingdom that served under the satanic. Luciferian rule. Remember where it all started. Where did it start? Come on. Who started Babylon? What? King Nimrod. Come on. 
Remember who his father was? I was in shock. I didn't even know his father. If I'm not mistaken, his father was Kush, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm right, his father was Kush. Now, don't quote me on that because I'm going to go back and restudy. It's been, been like over a year since I, read, I got this little book that talks. It's called The Two Babylons. If you ever get a chance, read yeah. that book it's called The Two Babylons. And it talks about um, the old ancient Babylon. And it talks about the new revived Babylon, yeah. which is going to be in the, uh, right here in the great, in the, the last day, the, the 70th week, the last, the last day week of Daniel the prophet, uh-huh, the, 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 the great tribulation. And, and, and I know that I've, I don't know if I've told y'all this before. I know I share it with the brother. Look this up. They are building right now over in what's called, they call it the Middle East. It ain't really the Middle East. It's actually Africa. They are building the new, it's going to be like a new Babylonian, right where Babylon, uh, all the ancient kingdoms were. They are building a new great city. The city is going to be like miles, like a, I think they want to try to make it like 100 miles long. This is a city. Mm. It's going to be in a line, and it's going to be so tall. The, the city is going to be like so many stories high, but it's going to go like a mile. It's going to be an updated, basically what they say, yes, by and Seoul, Korea, all these technical 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 advanced cities will have nothing on this city. This is gonna have everything. I mean, everything we've been talking about. We talking about the. It's gonna. It's gonna be a cashless society. This they believe is gonna be the new Babylon. The new Babylon yeah. we've been talking about. Remember we talked about over Revelation the 17th and 18th chapter. Yes, sir. So they're gonna revive. Yes, sir. And, and and this is gonna be like nothing like for merchants, business people. People who make money, multi-millionaires and billionaires, people with big money, people gonna come to this city and live in this city and come and go as they please, and they are working on this right now as we speak. They say that they, they would like for it to be done in seven years, but they say more likely it's gonna take twenty or thirty years. And then, then some people say, no, we want it done faster. Now we want it done in seven to ten years. They're gonna try to get this city done. Now I don't know if it's gonna be possible. But that's what they're saying. <laughs> what I'm saying to you is all this stuff is not happening for nothing. We're not seeing all these mm-hmm. weird things, these reports of giants and aliens and small people running through the forest. And it's like, what, what is going on? You, you begin to see more and more people talk about this stuff. And right now, you know, people, you don't know if people are Photoshopping stuff. You know, they say they got something, but the camera doesn't really say. I'm going to tell you, the time is coming where you're going to see these things clear as day, as if you're sitting right there and yeah. right there in front of you and you're looking at it. It's not going to be any more questions or doubts any longer. It's going to be something that they can no longer deny. Amen. Yeah. Like the said, they know about this stuff. They've been knowing about these different uh, uh, mermaid people. I don't know if I yes, read about yes, that some years ago, about the mermaid people that the Russian uh, yeah. soldiers, they were deep diving over in, in this, this cold uh, there's some place that it was like a lake, and it was real cold, and they went into that. And they, they was not aware that these creatures were in the water, were in the lake. They'd been living in the lake, and they yeah. were not aware of it. And there were these mermaid-type yes, creatures. They said they were so terrified that they hurried up and came back up out of the water. You think this stuff is real? All this classified stuff that the military is hiding about mermaids and all these aliens, this stuff is real. This stuff is about to come to the surface, and guess what? We, the saints of God, we will not be here. 
We will be no, together no. all this stuff is happening. No, I'm sorry. Let me get back to, to the two dreams with the same film. I'm going to get returned back over to the book. Uh, um, so Daniel, that was Daniel, the second chapter. Now, Daniel, the seventh chapter talks about the lion, the bear, the leopard, and the fourth beast, the ten horns. Amen. And the brother talked about that. Now, we're looking at that as the European uh Ten common markets. That's happening right now. So you see that now. Babylon is expired, is gone. Persia is gone. Greece yeah. is no longer. And Rome <laughs> is no longer. But yeah. here is still here. Now, what you begin to notice about these different nations is each nation kind of ushered in the next nation. In other words, Come all on. they did was adopted the Babylonian. This is why Babylon is going to rise again. It's a spirit. It's an evil, wicked, satanic, luciferian, white magic, black magic, evil. Come on. That's been going on since uh, uh, Nimrod's father started. His his dad started it, and then Nimrod took it to a whole nother level. He's the one... That that built that they were trying to build the Tower of Babel. They took it to a whole nother level, and you will see that the system is still in the place. So you start out with Babel, still in place. Then yes, sir. Amen. And then Persia yes, adopted. Now, I'm not saying that Persia didn't come up with new. Each nation comes up with something new, but they keep the old. They adopt the old system. Why? Because it was so successful. And it works. You ever heard the saying, there's nothing new under the sun? Read the book. Come on, preacher. There is nothing new under the sun. So you got Babylon, Persia, Greece, Rome. Now we have Europe that's ruling the world. I bet you a lot of folks don't even know that Europe was the one that started America. See, Europe said, people people think think that you're not going to tell me that Europe sent the the poorest of the poor. Where did they get the money from? They got the money from the from the from the from the bishops and kings and queens, the people who were prominent in Europe, put the funding together to send the the worst of the worst, the poorest of the poor, across to America to establish a new world order, a new system. I told you about Babylon. Babylon is a uh, I mean, the, the Babylon system is a three. It's a three-headed setup. It's religion, politics, and economy, Come which on. is your financial Come engine. On, preacher. So yeah. you have you have Rome, your pope. That's your religion. Yeah, yeah. You have Europe, common markets. They're the one that that, that set up the markets, the interest rates. Uh, the LIBOR, if you know about the LIBOR, so I worked in banking, I knew about this stuff. The LIBOR, uh, look that stuff up. They set the rules and regulations. They set the politics all over the world. That's who set the politics, Europe, Britain, London. They set up the, 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 the uh, your, poli- your politics all over the world. Then you have America, which they established is their monetary m- money-making machine. They had 400 years of slavery, 400 years, 500 years of free labor, and they still have a slave system in place now. They just pay you for it and allow you to live better so it won't look so bad before the rest of the world. 
This is the monetary Babylonian system. We told you that according Come to Revelation chapter, it is put together. That's why it says it sits upon the whore that sits upon many waters. In other words, all the world systems are working under the one system of the Babylonian system, which is ran by the European markets right now. And then, guess who's going to come in on the scene? But he cannot come on on the scene. I'm talking about the two dreams that Daniel had. They cannot come on the scene until what? The church has been gathered together. And as Daniel said and as Christ said, there shall be no time like it ever on this planet. It's going to be so evil, so wicked at that time. God says, you know what? My people cannot, shall not, and will not participate in the Come great on, tribulation. We here. will not be here when this stuff kicks off. We cannot be here. Come. God said, no, the saints will not be here during that That's time. Right. Now, now, now the Jews will be here. The 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 the, the Israelites, the, yeah. the the remnant, the remnant will be here. We won't. Those of us that believe in Christ, we won't be here. But guess what's gonna happen? Happen shortly after that seven years, the saints come will on. ride back. Amen. The kingdom is come gonna on, come preacher. back to earth with Christ. Amen. We're gonna get more into this revived into this to this 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 these things that. This is just the beginning. We're gonna we're gonna work on we're gonna hey man, we're gonna bring y'all some knowledge on this stuff. This is great stuff, hey man. I'm gonna give you a turn back over to the brother. Yes, it is. Hey yes, man, it we're is. gonna open up the door to but but God's kingdom is gonna rule for one thousand years. Man, I tell you that years. just blows my mind. Do you know how old uh 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 I'm trying to think, was it Noah in? I think it was Noah. I think he was 300 years when he began to build. No, don't quote me on I believe he was like 300 some years when he began to build the ark. 300 and some years old. 300 years. That's mind-blowing to live 300 years. I'm 50 years well, old. I'll be 50 years old. Big God's will. Next month, I'll just be 50 years old, half a century. This man lived to be over 300 and something years old. But God said, I'm going to grant you the saints, to come back and live 1,000 years, called the 1,000-year yeah. millennial reign. God is good. Go ahead, Dr. Man. This has got me All right, brother, look at here. If you get ready to close, thank God for your, your information. i got about three minutes. I do want to go over this, and I'm going to try to get the oh. offering, uh, the you, altar bro. call. Uh, we got, we got, I got some presidents named down here that has had mm-hmm. contact with these uh the entities, these uh, demonic yeah, demons, little yeah. short green yeah. men mm-hmm. with yeah. big eyes and weird hey. body shaped. Uh, Truman, yeah. President Truman, President Eisenhower, President Kennedy, uh-huh. President Johnson talked about him, Nixon talked about him, Carter, Bush, Obama, and President Trump and Biden. They have talked about it. They belong to the Bohemian Gold uh, mm. uh, Illuminati. They are in flux with these demonic demons that give them information uh, give them information on how to run the government. So actually the devil is running the government through these wicked men because they won't repent. They are determined to rule the world. We got Bill Gates, we got all these rich men trying to get rid of the population. We got all this here thing called Balfournet. We got Freemasons, we got Octopus Beers, we got United Nations. These are demonic organizations. Uh, the uh, Knight Templars, we got Skull and Bone, we got 
Council of Foreign Relations, the Bilderbergs, Illuminati. We got Satanists, Luciferians. We got child prostitution, child pornography, child sacrifice, abortion. We got incest. We got sodomites. We got Moloch uh, gods and Baal gods. This demon activity Mm -hmm. is going to increase. Now, if y'all know all this, and those that listen to me, you don't want to have to face this. Because without Jesus right. Christ, you won't make it. Without Christ being right. in your life, if you miss the rapture, then you're going to have to face the Antichrist. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, after the preaching of the 144,000, it's going to preach after the church is gone because the church in Israel will not be preaching the gospel at the same time. Laodicea is the last church age. So when Christ raptures the church, he's going to rapture the save. Nothing but the save. Nothing but the save. Nothing it. but the sanctified. Nothing but That's those it. that are giving their life to Jesus Christ. And then the devil, through Lucifer, they're going to rule the world for seven years. First three years mm-hmm. will be of faith, peace. The last three will be hell on earth. If you don't know Jesus, Apostle Paul said, confess with your mouth. Huh? Confess with your mouth. Believe with your heart that God Almighty raised Jesus Christ from the dead for the remission of your sins. You can come to him now. Come to him now. Don't wait too late. Go tell your friends that you're going to hear Watchmen on the Wall. You're going to hear two, two preachers. Amen.